0: Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. So I've got uh, an article that I read on on TED that was really interesting. It was pretty much something that I already knew and kind of talk about briefly here and there, but there was some evidence to be able to back up this principle that I read about. So I'm gonna roll it out to you guys, and here's the deal. It's the principle of the fact that not winning is actually more powerful than winning essentially that's the that's the overarching idea is that if you if you go into a performance if you go into a competition or whatever a game and you don't win that actually is more motivating than if you actually won and conversely it depends on how close you were to winning, because if you were way off of the mark, if you weren't even close to winning, if you couldn't touch and feel success in terms of the metric of your performance, then that's not going to do you any good either. So let's jump into it and let's break this down. There's winning, obviously, you know, being successful, being the best or whatever, there's that. And then there's being way far away from actually winning. So you can equate this to getting last place or not even being close or, you know, getting dropped off the back or whatever. But then there's this spot in the middle and it kind of depends. I would say that this spot is, it depends on you as an individual, honestly, because some people... The being close to the winning may be, for example, it may have to be second place in order for them to be motivated to continue to move forward. And then for somebody else, it may be fifth or sixth place, and they're thinking they were close enough to be extremely motivated. So here's an interesting thing that actually the article didn't talk about. I believe that there is an individual... Uh, difference there between people in terms of like, how close do you have to be to to winning in order for it to motivate you, in order for it to get you to, you know, work towards achieving that particular goal, towards winning, towards, you know, tasting that success that you're reaching for. Um, So basically what all of the studies that were cited in the article say is, when they presented people, they had, they had studies where, uh, they were like lottery games or contests or giveaways or whatever. And they rigged it obvious, obviously. So some people won literally like, you know, if you had to match six numbers, that person had all six or they had people that were like off the back, really far away from success. You had to match six numbers, for example, and you only got three of them. But then they had people that when you had to match six numbers, they got four, they got five, they were like close. And what they found in all these experiments was the people that got close, they were eager and anxious to play again. They were excited about that. They, they wanted to come back and try again and do it to be able to win. Whereas the people that won kind of had already gotten that rush, had already gotten that shot of adrenaline, had already gotten that feeling of winning and were kind of like, eh, you know, it's whatever. And then obviously the people that were way off the back that had only uh, matched like three of the six numbers, for example, two of the six numbers, they were thinking to themselves, man, I was so far away from it. I kind of really don't want to do this anymore. That wasn't really that much fun. So we find this part in the middle where the people were motivated. Now, what? What does this mean for us? Like what's the application, right? Cause you're thinking Mario, well, that was just a random game where you had to match six numbers, right? Basically like playing the lottery, right? So how, how do I apply this? Well, let's not talk about the lottery. Let's talk about what you want to do with, with your business career, what you want to do with your athletic career. Like what do you want to achieve? What do you want to be good at? What are you committing yourself to achieving mastery in or learning and growing and developing these skills? Let's look at that. And then here's what's vitally important that you've got to have your aim, your target, your goal has got to be something realistic, right? When we talk about goal setting principles, a lot of times smart goals, right? S-M-A-R-T, the R stands for realistic. It's got to be something realistic. It's got to be something that's close. In other words, If your goal is to get the six match up the six numbers, but you only match up three, it's not realistic for you to see yourself matching the six, right? That that's too far away. But if you get four or five, you're thinking, man, the six, that's that's a possibility. That's realistic for me right? Now, you know, I don't want to go lotteries and stuff like that because that's chance. But think about that in what you're trying to be successful in, in what skills you're trying to develop, in what metrics you've received for performance thus far. For example, you're running 5Ks and you're tracking your times, right? And you're going, okay, you know, I'm roughly about this time. This is roughly what it takes me to run a 5K. Okay, then make a realistic goal with that particular, with a particular time that's going to stretch you But that's not gonna be unrealistic. In other words, it's not gonna be like you're gonna run your next 5K and be so far away from that goal that you're not going to be able to even get close to achieving it. Therefore, your motivation's not gonna be present. At the same time, you don't wanna set a really low goal, right? That's unrealistic in terms of the fact that you can do it with your hands tied behind your back and run this 5K in that time because then what's gonna happen is the other side of the coin where you win quote unquote, you win, you get what it is that you were looking for. And now if somebody asks you if you want to do that again, you're thinking, well, I kind of already did that. And so, um, no, I'm not really interested. I'm not really motivated to do that. So you want to do things that are going to stretch you. That's important. I did a podcast a few episodes ago about the comfort zone, the learning zone and the panic zone. This is similar to that. This is similar to that where the learning zone is that middle circle where like we're stretching, we're not comfortable here, but we're not panicking either, right? I would say that those are akin to the comfort zone would be we win all the time in terms of this podcast episode and then the panic zone would be man, we're so far off the back like we're so far away from achieving that thing that we can't see that success either. We can't even touch and feel it. So we want to be in that learning zone, that middle circle. So here's the takeaways for this thing: um, if you don't win, it's a good thing. That that's okay. Be grateful for that. Like change your perspective in how you see not getting what it is that you want. See it as a blessing. See it as an opportunity to go. Cool. This is going to keep me motivated. Great. This is going to keep me working. This is going to keep me learning. This is going to keep me asking good questions as to why I didn't achieve and get that particular thing. That's the first thing. But that principle is like that idea, it works. Research corroborates it. But that idea would have no legs and it's powerless and we don't have the you know we won't be able to exercise that principle if the goals that we set for ourselves the targets that we set for ourselves the metrics that we're looking to achieve are either too easy so we'll always be successful or they're too difficult and unrealistic and we're never going to achieve them or we're really far away from achieving them because i'm going to end with this going back to that podcast about the three circles what I mentioned at the end of that episode is the same thing I'll mention here that, like, that learning zone with time, as we camp out in that zone and as we're being stretched just a little bit here and there, a little bit uncomfortable, we get better at those things as we invest our time and deliberate practice there. And then those things become part of the comfort zone, right? And then that means that we win all the time. That means that we always get what we want. And so we've quickly got to go, nope, I can't stay there. Now I've got to go back and upgrade something from the panic zone to the comfort zone. It's the same thing here, right? Like those things that we see as unrealistic at the moment, I'd be so far away from achieving those things that I can't see myself achieving those things. That's okay. Put those things off to the side for now, and go ahead and set goals on something a little bit more achievable, a little bit more attainable, and work on that, and then once you can achieve and attain those relatively easily, fundamental, right, like they become fundamental, now we can go back and we can grab these, oh, that was only a two or three number at a six lottery pick here, but now it's more like a four or five number lottery pick, so let's upgrade that, And then let's work on that. And folks, this is how we get better because here's, we like this principle, if we constantly say to ourselves, well, Mario, I mean, I've just, I'm just going to go in there and I'm just going to, you know, get my teeth kicked in. I'm just going to go all in. I'm jumping off, you know, off the diving board at the deep end of the pool. Like I know this is really far away for me right now, but, uh, but that's all right. I mean, I'll be okay. I mean, you may be able to do that a couple of times. There are many of us that are very resilient and we can actually take a good pounding and a good beating in terms of like being far away from achieving our goals or you know, being successful. We can do that a couple of times, but folks, over time, that just begins to wear us down because the gap between what and who we are right now and the gap between that and who we would like to be is so far that we get distraught at some point and we find a harder time picking ourselves up off the canvas after you know getting beat down. So we leave them back on the back burner, and then we go back and we can pick them up later. Just have that hope. Have that hope as you plug into your process. Have that hope as you commit to learning. Have that hope as you commit to achieving mastery that it's okay, you'll be able to go back and get those things later. Not today, maybe not next week, maybe not next month, maybe not next year, that's okay. Just keep working on those things, those objectives, those goals that are in front of you that are stretching you to the point of, man, I kinda doubt a little bit whether I can do this, but man, if I keep working at this, I I think at some point I might be able to do that. Those right there, the ones that teeter on the edge of, some days I feel like I'm on top of the world and I could totally do that and some days I don't. Those right there, those are the ones we need to camp out on. Those are the good ones. Those are the ones that stretch us. Eventually, we get those. And hey, over time, we become proficient. And over time, we become successful. All right, folks, I hope that this episode has been beneficial for you guys. I hope that you guys have gotten something from it. Um, Thank you guys so much for your continued support. Thank you guys for the kind words. Thank you guys for... Um, you know, just listening and allowing me to speak into your lives and allowing me to give you some principles and some things that I feel would be beneficial for all of us as we continue along our journeys towards being successful, towards impacting others and helping others out as well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time.